Welcome to Reasoned, the podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Meditz. More times than I can count in my tenure as a people leader, have I had to stop giving feedback to address the enormous elephant in the room. The employee took the feedback personally and not seriously. It's pretty easy to make everything that happens around you about you as you see the world through only that lens. For example, you made it into the college of your dreams. You were cut off in traffic. That person pissed you off. Or the feedback is all about you and the great job that you did. Whether something manifests good or bad, it is effortless to direct the feeling of blame or ownership on yourself. In fact, given that your eyes are the vantage point that you see from, it's easy to see yourself as the star of your own biopic. The trouble is, you may not even have a speaking part in other people's films. Now, I'm not saying that it's time for you to dust off your acting chops and go ramp up your role for everyone else around you, but what I am saying is that other people don't think about you all that much. They're too worried about their own outcomes, of their own movies. So taking a moment to recognize that the world is more complex than your own narrative is a significant first step. And this goes for more than just receiving feedback. Now, in the situation that I've painted, receiving feedback is a bit closer to home than, say, a guy cutting you off in traffic. But in most cases, taking it personally will get you nowhere. Honestly, taking most things personally will leave you in a spiral of self-doubt that will erode away at your confidence. But if you choose to not take things seriously, you're just never going to get better. And you'll ultimately remain uncredited in most of the parts that you play. The best way to grow as a professional is having the self-awareness enough to know that you're not meeting the mark and that understanding and negative perceptions that others might have on you is something that you can have influence over. So where do we start? First, embrace feedback as an opportunity. When a project isn't received with enthusiasm or you received tough feedback, you should take the opportunity to get curious. Often people just get defensive. And yeah, you can ask loads of questions and still be defensive. So instead, it would help if you tried to frame the situation to uncover what skill that you might lack versus assuming failure, destruction, or world-ending career suicide. In James Carse's book, Finite and Infinite Games, he covers the premise that in life, there are two kinds of games. The infinite game, and the finite game. The purpose of the infinite game is to keep our deepest values in play, and the aim of the finite game is to win. Receiving feedback should sit in the infinite game category, but more often than not, people place it into the finite category, attempting to win, defend, and prove their point. So how do we get better? Play the long game and start taking feedback seriously. Next, guard against defensiveness. 
The best steps that you can take to ensure that you do not get defensive are one, breathe, two, listen, and three, ask questions. I mentioned defensive questions, so let's talk about questions that you should use versus questions that you should avoid. Consider the following. Avoid leading questions. Leading questions are questions that are asked in order to gain a predetermined conclusion or insight. Those questions can be perceived by others as defensive. Leading questions often sound like, you agree with me, right? Where possible, use open-ended questions. They generate thinking and reflection on the part of the person answering. Examples, what should I focus on? Or how would you handle this situation? Keep questions focused on the future versus proving what happened in the past. As an example, what steps could I take to improve versus can you give me an actual example of when this happened? Next, ask questions to clarify what the other person is saying. Clarifying questions help you understand the key point or the bottom line of what they're trying to say. Next, ask questions about the perspectives and the perceptions, but not about specific people. Try things like, how am I being perceived by the billing department? Versus, who in billing complained about me? Lastly, ask the other person for help. It can be powerful when you show enough trust and confidence in the relationship that you ask for help. For example, what questions might you ask? What steps might you take? Or should I be asking you different questions right now? Once you have your question strategy on lock, the next thing you'll need to do is to deal with the emotion and then do the work. Honestly, it's okay to be upset, but I encourage you to hold on to those emotions until after you have gathered all of the information that you can. Otherwise, you will lack the information required to improve. So, you've held back your emotions and you've asked a ton of non-defensive questions. What do you do now? Vent. Call a friend, talk about how crappy it feels to have gotten negative feedback, take a walk, get coffee, blow off steam. Now, I encourage you to come back and write out your feedback. Why? Well, I want you to focus on the parts you agree with and the parts that you don't agree with. So what do you do with the second part of that list? You question it. I want you to really take the time to understand if this feedback is coming from a perception or a skill deficiency. How can you change the perception? What can you do to improve the skill? Or what can you do to highlight your strength in this skill? Make a plan, address the obvious stuff, and do the work on the hard stuff. Now, I want you to notice I didn't mention venting with a coworker, did I? This is actually quite important. It would be best if you're able to keep your coworkers neutral so that they can help validate some of this with you. I will caution you, be careful not to use defensive questioning with them as well. For example, leading questions will color their responses and validate your feelings more than help you take feedback seriously. 
If you're struggling with removing yourself from the emotion of it all, I highly recommend utilizing IF logic. So, if you need to reframe the feedback, ask yourself, if the feedback was 100% true, what would I do to address it? Or you know what, take yourself out of it completely. If someone I knew received this feedback, what would I tell them to do? You see, this is a really simple Jedi mind trick that lets you process feedback with less emotion. Ensuring that you shift from beating yourself up to brainstorming about what you can do to get ahead. As a leader, if you see an employee raise the defensive shields, there are a few things you can do to right-side the situation. Generally, this is going to manifest itself in one of two ways. Defensive language or potentially an overly emotional state. And sometimes you can see both at the same time. So when someone is presenting overly emotional, it can be helpful to take a breather from the situation or even practice a moment of controlled breathing. Controlled breathing works for me in the countless one-on-ones that I've had over the years. So what does this look like in practice? I acknowledge that what we're going through is hard. I ask them to breathe with me. And I have them repeat the breathing and then tell them calmly that we'll work through the feedback together. So what does this breathing exercise actually look like? Hey, we're here. Let's practice it, okay? First, I want you to inhale for four seconds. Ready, go. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Hold for five, two, three, four, five. And exhale for six, two, three, four, five, six. We will get through this. We will take our time. This gives them a moment to recuperate and the encouragement that this will all be okay. Now, when you're addressing defensive behavior, my recommendation is to start with listening. Some people just need to feel as though they were heard. And a lot of times they need to work through their emotions in a fight response before they're able to truly listen. In fact, utilizing a questioning approach is very helpful here. However, I'd ask that perhaps you throw in a few leading questions. This way, once you start moving toward a place of being heard and you're garnering some agreement, you can offer up ways to dissect the feedback with them if they so desire your help. Taking feedback seriously and managing a feedback session well is critical to professional development. Remembering that taking things personally is actually self-serving. It's not growth. I'm your host, Sabrina Meditz, and this has been Reasoned, the podcast.